What? Is that your pegging Vaseline? No, it's, <laughs> no, it's not my pegging <laughs> Vaseline. Do you think I would leave my pegging Vaseline out? I, I, <laughs> I left my lube out the other day by accident, just on the in the toilet. Because oh, um, I, I, was, I was putting it back into the mirrored cupboard that we keep it in. And I took it into the bathroom and then left it on the shelf. And then my mum came around. Oh. And I was like, fuck, I've left that lube right out. Maybe she'll notice it. And I went in after to do like use the toilet. And she and put it away. it was away. And I was like, you. Oh. But like of all the things she could have done, she could have just left it. Yep. And then I would have known she'd seen it. She knew she'd seen it. But the two of us could have just lived in a world where we pretended Didn't that neither of us know. But, but the, that, that act of being like, I'm just going to put that in the cupboard for them is like, well, now... Cheers, mum. But it's also such Cheers, like, ma'am. It's also such a nice mum thing to do. It's like, oh, I'll just tidy up for him. I'll just I'll tidy just up for him. Maybe she didn't notice it. Maybe, well, she, maybe she didn't notice that she was putting my lube away from the penis-shaped bottle that says Durex for her. <laughs> or the funnier maybe. thing is she went, oh, there's my lube. And then she took it home with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Andrew Movie Podcast. Lates. Where we're talking at 9.30 at night. It's dark out. It's we're going to be talking about uh, one of the biggest, hottest movies out right now. It's two in the afternoon. It's not. Why do you keep trying to confuse people? And also, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying it because it's interesting. We never record at night. We always record during the we day. We used to always record at night. Oh, fuck. Shut up. We used to exclusively We are record. going to be talking about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about The Little Mermaid. If you want. God, no. <laughs> Didn't see it. Don't care. I haven't seen it either. Hannah saw it. She said it was okay. Woo. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That is our review of Little Mermaid. Uh, I'll, do the, I'll do one of them a week. That's my new bit. I'm gonna be, my, 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 um, send Hannah to the cinema to watch something. And then give, give Hannah's review. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> and it has to be five words or less. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Because it's out. It's it's blowing this up the cinema. It, people are fucking loving it, which is a great thing for uh, me. Not surprising. Um, but Gav, you had a bit of structure. Oh, and as always, I'm Gary Copeland. Boyd. And, and I'm joined today. I am the organic web that shoots out of your little bits, <laughs> Gavin Stewart. But Gav, you had um, you had a uh, you want you wanted to start the conversation today. So here, yeah, is a loose structure that I'm going to present for this episode. I might even put time codes in. Imagine oh, if I do that. I'm feeling, you know, fancy with my editing these days uh, for you to follow along with. Uh, but straight off the bat, spoilers. We're going to spoil yes. because you cannot talk about this movie without spoilers. So if you've not seen uh, Across the Spider-Verse, but you have listened to the 20 minute opening we just did, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you might as well turn this off now <laughs> because we're going to spoil the fuck out of this episode. You can come back though. You d- yeah, obviously come back. Um, anyway, just show up, you know? Um, so we're going to talk about the first Spider-Verse movie because it's a movie that needs to be talked about. We talked about it a wee bit before in the past, but we want to talk about it some more. We're then going to talk about Across the Spider-Verse, our thoughts, our feelings, our love and joy for it. We're also going to talk about the the situation with it being a two-parter and 
when part three is coming along. And then we're also going to talk about it in comparison to some of these other superhero multiverse movies, which does mean, unfortunately, we have to break our no Marvel rule and perhaps talk about some Marvel a movies. Bit of Marvel. Which. What a surprise! Woo! But yeah, we are here to talk about Across the Spider Verse because, oh my God. Uh, yeah, across the Spider Verse. So, the, uh, so this is the yeah the sequel to the uh, to the fucking earth shatteringly good um, into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Such the naming conventions, although I appreciate it, are too. Similar. Why is it with Spider Man movies and annoying name conventions? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so into the Spider Verse. Let's let's chat about it. Um, did we not do an episode on this? So we did the. We spoke about my we, favorite films. I think this is where it came up a lot. Right? It came up on that, and then I also did the definitive Spider Man movie rankings, and which we again. both ranked into the Spider Verse as the best Spider Man movie ever. Because it is, it, and it, and it, and currently it still holds that title. Um, into the Spider Verse is. And, and yeah, without getting too far into it, because we have spoke about it a bunch, it's just great. It's just a fucking phenomenal film. It introduces characters that are interesting, that are diverse, that are that have nuance. Um, I think I mentioned this previously, and I'll say it again. The fact that you have King Ping as your villain, at who is King Ping? King Ping. King Ping. Um, the fact you have King Ping as a villain, who you get to the end of the film, and you go, oh, man sucks like i actually feel bad yeah, for king like um but not in a like an overwrought way just a like oh fuck that's heartbreaking it's it's a it feel like a movie where every character that it gives you almost all of them get like an emotional arc yeah or a story arc it's not just like I and mean, we'll talk about this when we get to across the spider-verse there's even ca- background characters <laughs> that you think are nothing that turn out they evolve into something even bigger yeah. and more fleshed out like even with um, the Doc Ock, we, you've got Catherine Hans' um, version of Doc Ock yeah. and stuff, and you've got King Ping, you've got Chris Pine as that universe's Spider Man, but then you've also got um, Nicholas Cage as like Noir Spider Man, and all of them have their little things that build them as characters, yeah, yeah. which across the Spider Verse just takes to a whole new fucking yeah. level. But Into the Spider Verse was a movie that I don't I, think. Sorry, on, just very quickly on the Spider Noir chat, I saw a story about uh, this today. Have you seen this? No. Uh, Nick Cage turned up for his recording session, delivered um, delivered a, a performance for Spider Noir for the first film, and they were like, "Ah, oh, yeah, Nick, great performance, mate." Um, but we were wondering if you could like, like Nick Cage it up, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you want the full cage." And then went back into the booth and delivered basically line for line what we got in the film. <laughs> like just, just, just hammed it up, and they were just like, "That's fucking perfect." Because <laughs> it's, it's exactly what one. He's maybe my favorite character in the so first and in, in Into the Spider Verse. But two, it's it f- so perfectly fits the tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way he delivers, or the way um, John Mulaney delivers for Spider Ham, like. Everyone delivers the tone of their character that works perfectly. Perfect. And then that film also balances out an incredible tone of yeah. it's fun, it's silly, look at these look at these jokes, but also it's gonna tear your heart out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna stomp on it and you're gonna want more of it. For and it, some and, it and it blend you're right, it blends it perfectly. Like it like it makes the whole like <laughs> The first one I didn't you know, the first one I think it, it plays very well as a kid's film and it's got some some more, you know, kind of mature moments to it, but for the most part, I would, I would firmly say, uh, Into the Spider Verse is a, a solidly good Spider-Man movie aimed at kids, 
teens and adults. Like the full gamut. everyone can enjoy. Everyone. It. Um and we'll, yeah, we will get to this, but and and it works for that absolutely. But it, it it's yeah, and it it goes from joke to kind of more serious moment, joke to more serious. But it definitely leans on the lighter element because I remember which isn't what, a problem. It's a good thing, or not at all. But when in the Spider Verse came out, and I think it's the same for a lot of people, we all just kind of thought, really, like more Spider Man. Yeah, like, yeah. why are we doing? Even this? I, even I, you before thought- Into the Spider Verse came out, I was kind of like, oh, do we really need another Spider Man? Also, movie? just an animated one from Sony. We're like. Really, are we yeah, they it? really hadn't built themselves up by that point. It was, it was before the film came out. It was, I was pretty doom and gloom, pretty doom and gloom about it. I did not think it was gonna blow me away, and even when, and I was so, so, so happy to be proven wrong. Oh yeah, because I mean, for me personally, going in trailer wise, I'm like these trailers look cool. Yep. but a trailer can like make anything look cool, but mm-hmm. it can still be garbage. Mortal Engines looked good in the first trailer. Exactly. <laughs> I remember thinking, what? That's an interesting concept. Whew. I mean, the, f- the first Sonic trailer looked really cool, and it turned out to be the best movie ever made. So that's worked. <laughs> but yeah, when I when I walked into into the Spider Verse, I was kind of like, I just went. I had a, an afternoon free. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll go. I'll see what this is all mm-hmm. about. And I remember by the end, I was just a bawling, bubbling mess of just like, <laughs> like happiness, joy, sadness, like all of it. It just spans yeah. all of it. And that movie ends, and I, it wasn't even like a full showing. But people just started clapping and whooping when yeah, it ended. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I've just watched something really fucking special. Yeah. It's cool that I'm happy I exist at the same time as Spider-Verse. Yes, like I'm happy I got to go to the cinema and be a part of this adventure. But the interesting thing with Into Spider-Verse, like it came out five years ago. It did well, but didn't have a, a massive box office gathering. Yeah, but surprisingly. I Sony, I, and I think since then it's... I think the thing is, since then, it didn't do great opening weekend or anything like no. that but since then it's kind of cemented itself as like a cult classic not even i wouldn't even say a cult classic i just think a classic like you ignore the it is it has since been since it, like it Word kind of, of broke mouth. out of that first yeah. weekend of the critics loved it and the, the diehard fans loved it and it went on home video and covid and people were like everyone not just people everyone was like oh this is a goddamn masterpiece like holy shit <laughs> like i i haven't I like to read reviews. I like to go out and I like to try and find, and I do try and fi- be, I, I, not that I like actively search out bad reviews, but yeah. I, I usually try and find the full Ridge, spectrum, yeah. you know, cause it's interesting. You know, it's where, it's where dialogue comes from. I don't think I've ever seen a bad take on Spider-Man into the spider into the Spider-Verse. I mean, N- not one. There'll definitely be like some internet, um, of course they will troll out there that's just like man I didn't like this I, I didn't like it there was too many female characters and the main character was a POC Whoa. I'm mad yeah but you're yeah. you you know what you are mate you're a fucking dickhead <laughs> but yeah Into the Spider-Verse has definitely been one of those word of mouth movies that over the five years with it being on streaming or Blu-ray like you for example you've talked about having that 4K mm-hmm. Blu-ray of the movie and you're like Getting to sit there with your setup at home, yep. it's still just magic to watch because the the anime, like we've not even touched upon it, but, but the animation was groundbreaking. It changed the fucking game because animation at that time was it was your Pixar's, your Disney movies, yeah. your Illumination. We were we were kind of hitting this stagnation, this yes. bit of like. Disney were doing Disney things, which is fine. That's the Disney look, right? You can't. They were still, can't, they were can't still doing good it. things, but they weren't doing. Yeah, you had like new your things. Inside Out, which had a had a bit of stylization, but it was fundamentally frozen Inside Out, uh, like, turning red. Even the you know animation, I mean? they, they was, all look like Disney. Films. The animation was safe. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph. Uh, the ideas we, were interesting, but the yeah. animation was safe. 
uh, illumination were just churning out the illumination look. The, the money machines. The money machine. Uh, and what else? I, I mean, mean you who got, else was even putting out animation what, at that point? Y- your DreamWorks were... DreamWorks is a fucking weird. They're they're like sometimes they they give like Kung Fu Panda two, and other times they give whatever it is not like they give you Shrek the third. Oh, like and then they give you that monster wrestling film that came out recently. Or yeah, the Aliens versus Aliens uh, versus Monsters or something like that. Yeah, just like they're that cast. The cast for Alien versus Monsters is insane. Have I, you do you know who's in their film? Is Ray Romano one of them? Seth Rogen, right. Hugh Laurie. Okay. Uh, I think you might be right. It might be Ray Romano. Um, or am I just thinking of Manny from Ice Age? Oh, you might be. Wait, 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 wait. wait yeah, because was it DreamWorks that did? No, Disney did Ice Age, didn't they? Uh, Seth Rogen, Rob Letterman, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Rain Wilson, Paul Rudd, Will Arnett. Um, I mean, they, John Krasinski. They went for like a good comedy, like Kiefer Sutherland, Hugh Laurie, Renee Zellweger, Stephen Colbert, Amy Poehler, Ed Helms. Oh yeah, Stephen Colbert's great in that movie. What a fucking like, what a stacked cast <laughs> of great comedy like uh, actors to then just be forgotten about. And uh, well, because you know that movie probably came out the same years like a Pixar or Disney or got forgotten. I know that film came out and I watched it and it was terrible. Oh. That's the that's the problem. Stephen Colbert is funny in it though. Well, like the voice, the jokes, the land, land, and the voices acting is good. The film still sucks. <laughs> <holes. laughs> Watched if, if that it's was not hoodwinked. If that was DreamWorks, they would have t- nothing is hoodwinked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, animation wise, it goes hoodwinked then into the Spider Verse. <laughs> that's, that's the way it works for me. But, but I also was looking there into the Spider Verse the, the year it came out. That was also your years of like Black Panther hmm. and. We had Infinity War, like we were in that range of Marvel movies. Mm. We're like, obviously, Infinity War and Black Panther were huge fucking movies. So to stack up against that and Spider Verse, you know, was going to suffer a bit. But it, like I said, it came into streaming, got the word of mouth, and then it became one of those movies where like, oh, have you seen Into the Spider Verse? Like, oh, no, no, yeah, you need to watch it. It also fucked us a little bit. Because once people realized, oh, wait, everyone's like, everyone's responding really well to Into the Spider Verse. Old Marvel and DC were like, oh, the multiverse? That's mm. what people want? Like, no, 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 no. That's not what we want. It, it worked well here. And that universe, that's, that's this is what they're doing. You want to see one we scene can... where Patrick Stewart shows up as Xavier and we play the X-Men theme from a TV show that isn't related to this universe? That Well, here it is. You're like, oh, okay. In his little yellow floating fucking taxi cab. It's like, all right, Cal. You want to see John Krasinski as um, the, the Mr. guy? Mr. Fantastic. As Mr. Fantastic, because all of you online have just said, it should be John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. He's well, Mr. here he is. He's Mr. Fantastic. Anyway, we didn't do anything with that. We just showed you a thing. You went, I saw the, th- I remember the thing that I saw. Remember that thing I <laughs> this saw? This is what I wanted. <laughs> I got the thing from the internet that I wanted. Um, but yeah, and then the, the 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 other crazy thing, and this has blown my mind recently. Now that everyone's doing deep dives into into the Spider Verse and across the Spider Verse, and I'm going to start leaning into across now. Yeah, um, the amount of foreshadowing and the amount of and of storytelling and and Easter eggs and things that um, that have gone into into the Spider-Verse that have now had a, like, a, not just a, like, a reference nod, like a, oh, yeah, I remember that from the first film. Full follow-on. Nope, nope, we, this has always been the plan. This has always well, been the like, story. I'm not sure, because there'll also be more interviews and things that come out. I've yeah. not done as, 
I've not done as much research. This might shock people, but this podcast is not <laughs> doesn't have a lot of research going into it. <laughs> um, but I don't know, like how much of that was planned or how much of it they just went. This works. No, no, that? no, no. I, I. Fair enough. The maybe the maybe the like specifics, but then there are some things that are so overly specific that right. And we'll get. I'll explain more later on. But there are some things that are so inherently crazily specific that. It can't have been a mistake. Like it can't have just been like a oh yeah, like yeah. I'll explain it a bit before However, we get into that. Let's just get your initial like summary of what did you think of Across the Spider Verse? <laughs> more, more, of, more fucking greatness. I I didn't like what you did. <laughs> I loved it. I genuinely loved it. I came out. Um, I came out. I was blown away. More gorgeous animation, more fucking incredible story. Uh, I mentioned previously, previously, ten minutes ago, five minutes ago, the Into the Spider Verse is a family film, and everyone can watch it. So is Across the Spider Verse. However, it is a inherently more mature movie. It's it's. Yeah. I felt like the 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 emotional bits were. Poofed. I would say yeah, <laughs> they were more nuanced and complex. Yeah. And, and and for the better, don't get me wrong. And sometimes I say words and I'm like, shut up. But uh, like when I hear myself say nuanced and complex, <laughs> I'm like, shut up. And like, it's for the better for sure. But but I can, I could imagine if I had a little one that there'd be some moments of this film that they'd be not as jazzed about. Because they'd be like, so, oh, man, man, this is like the fifth time Gwen and her dad have spoken for a prolonged period of time. I love it. I, I was watching those bits like, this is making me, this is going to make me cry. But it's a, it's a long time. There's a lot of dialogue and a lot of, you know emotional stuff so it's yeah. two hour and 20 minute movie and for some kids yeah. that's gonna be it's gonna be a long one but i suppose maybe for kids you kind of hope that, that the rest the of flashy it. shiny lights will keep them going while everyone else can enjoy because I, I definitely think that with across the spider-verse it's doing what the audience has done and that in between that five years the audience that started with into the spider-verse has grown up yeah much like true. miles morales and our characters they have grown up they're yeah. they're a couple of years older Doing now. the toy story thing because Toy Story got progressively more and more mature. Yeah. Which was cool because... And then it just turned into hardcore porno in that last one. It was like yeah, weird. Toy this Story is... 5. Woody's hard one. There's a... No, Woody's wooder. Woody's... Woody's, <laughs> Woody's got a wood on. <laughs> Woody's rocking it with Buzzy. Um, Buzz is buzzing for some wood. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a fucking great film. And then... The animation still holds up. It's still fucking stunning. It's Not only does the animation sport. hold up, but it evolves. Oh, they've, they've really pushed the envelope this time. Like, it, because they, they've the, gone further. the opening with Gwen. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. fucking God. Yeah. And then when you splash in the kind of Da Vinci-esque vulture yep. model thing and how the you would think, well, the animation styles clash because that's the whole point. Is like these things are coming from different universes and they're clashing. Mm. And then you throw in your 2099 Spider-Man and all that. And animation-wise, again, he's different. He's more digital yeah. and kind of... More digital, she's just more, more smooth. Uh, and she's like kind of watercolors and stuff. And just the way these animations, they clash. It's, it's, I, I loved, I think I spoke to you about this, but I love the fact that every universe has a distinct style. And when they jump universe to universe, they hold on to pieces of their like universe, but mm. they fit into the... Yeah. It's a really subtle thing. But when Spider-Gwen is in Spider-Gwen's universe, it's all watercolors and brush strokes that you can physically see. And it kind of reacts with her emotions. Yeah. And when she goes into uh, Miles Morales' universe, it's that comic book, chromic, uh, chromic aberration. And she kind of holds on to that, but there's still an element of her look. Yeah. Um, then you get the ones that are like 
actively blowing, you know what I mean? Like completely going out. But like you've got Spider Punk played by uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, well, she is fucking amazing. Great. Like fucking what a voice performance. And oh. and like he just looks great. He sounds great. And he's he's got this visual look like uh, the Sex Pistols kind of yeah, like, anarchy. And I also learned that him, like different parts of his body are animated at different frame rates, and that's what gives him that kind of. Oh, like- I've seen this. So it's so. And this guy goes back to the first one. So in spite of into the Spider Verse, they sometimes animate miles on twos rather than ones um, to make it show that he's not fully into the Spider-Maning thing. And when he by the end of the movie, they animate him on ones, so he fits in. He's learned to be Spider-Man. Do you want to explain these twos and ones to people? Twos are what? So animating on twos is, in animation term, it means that if you are animating, you animate a new pose on every second frame. Um, it's used for speed. Um, and in the, this case, it's used to highlight that he's not in tune with the other characters that were animated on ones, which means one pose per frame of the movie. Um... In the new movie, Spider-Punk is animated on threes. So he's the only character. Because he doesn't conform. Because he doesn't conform. He's out of the system. It's so he's, just things like that. It's you're crazy like, good. Even when you boil it down to the animation of the character, they try and have the characteristics of that character yeah. play into their animation. It's just like, so it's, so it's, a, visu- oh. but it's, it's a visual language. It's this, it's this visual language that you, you, in, you subconsciously pick up on that tells you more things about these characters than you could possibly possibly know because it, you're watching it. Like, you're, you're learning things about them without realizing you're learning things about them. Because, like, ah, it's a fuck... Like, the team, the Spider-Verse team are, as far as I'm concerned, blowing it out the fucking... I mind. mean, this is a perfect reason why it took five years for not only part two to come out, but there's a wee bit longer for part three. So mm. clearly they were like, let's capitalize on this and let's do our big fucking follow-up mm. and also take the time to like cause obviously they need the time to animate 17,000 <laughs> different things yeah, like because if you're starting great. your movie with Gwen and you're in this kind of watercolor world and then you're having these villains clash in with their style and then we move over, move over to Miles's universe and he has his style and yep. it, I remember when we moved to that I was going like oh I recognize this now like this feels a wee bit more comfortable because I'm like I'm trying to acclimate to Gwen's at first, and I'm like, oh, this is so... I, I loved it, but yep. it's a difference, so where are we at with this? And then we move to different universes or different things. It's just like you're... It's just it's just so much. Yeah. It's insane, and I can't, I can't even imagine the amount of time and work it took for yeah, the team. Yeah, it goes into it. It's in this movie. insane. Like, you did have a touch on one of the things I, uh, did, <laughs> I griped with at the time. And since I've kind of come around to it, and it's the problem I have is, and Gav said it, and again, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but if you have, you want to know exactly what we're going to talk about. The fact that it's a part one, um, I genuinely think they've, I think they've hidden that from everything because I did not have a clue that it was a part one. I also had no idea. I knew it, I knew there was a third one coming out, but but the, and and it's fine. It is fine to do a two part film. But in the, if you think about the sense of like uh, Lord of the Rings, if you think about the sense of any films like Star Wars, Matrix Reloaded, Matrix, all of these films, they are single serving films. You could you can watch a movie and it has its own story that starts and finishes, right? And that's how a trilogy theoretically works. Into the Spider Verse is its own contained movie. This is a two parter, so it's not that this is like you can go and watch this and get a complete story. Yeah. No, like you, you watch it. You need the next film. 
Yeah, you cannot just watch this film yeah. and be like, ah. It's it's incomplete because it, it, there are a million threads left hanging and there are no threads tied up, right? I don't think any of the story threads that get put down are no, everything tied is, off. This is kind of setting them. It's, it's a complete setup movie. In a way, yes. Is there's nothing. There's nothing. There's none. You've got the spot. You have uh, Miles fighting the Gwen's society story in a way because she has that closure with her father. Gwen's yeah. Gwen's arc is closed. Fine, but that's it. Oh yeah, I would say. And even then, she is now fighting against the society with Miles because she needs to break the canon event of her yes. father dying. So that still needs wrapped up whether or not her father will die whether gwen's going to come to terms with it and accept it or actively you know like actively push i guess her canon it. event is peter dying uh yes when he turns to, to like but it's i mean it's kind of not to get too far into this it's where this one bit of the film i was also like you can't overthink it because it makes no sense <laughs> you know 299 is giving it like it's canon events all right cool so what's canon event uncle ben always dies all right cool except spider gwen it's a it's peter that for her so it so wait does she have an uncle ben that's gonna die no so what? So the yeah. canon events aren't canon events. Then. The canon events are like, I think it's losing someone. Yeah. But it does start to be like, but who, like, what if they lose their postman? Does that yeah. count? Like, like not my post, but he had my package. Yeah. It's it's one of these things that you kind of just not, you do, you need to not overthink because I think you could pull it, the thread and it would unravel, but it works in the context of the film, the story. I totally get where they're going. Um, but yeah, like so. This, yeah, so this film does not close off any big story arcs. It is a part, which is why, as much as I love it, and as much as I'm going to gush and I'm going to continue to gush for another thirty odd minutes, I am refusing to rate it because, in my opinion, we have half a film. It is yeah, because you've we've obviously been talking a lot over. Uh, we've been texting. Me, you, and Audio Boy. We've been messaging. Uh, to summarize for audio boy, audio boys thoughts, they absolutely loved it. They, yeah. was, they thought it was incredible. Um, but yeah, we've been chatting a lot, and you've been saying like it's half a movie. I can't rate it yet. And at first, I was like, no, I think I can. But the more I've thought about it, the more, and the more I kind of dive into like the plot threads mm. and like all the story beats and the character moments, I'm like, I became conflicted. And I'm like, <laughs> it is a film that has been released, but it does have. It has a to be continued, but there is a fun ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's still it is still watchable, but it is going to be infinitely better when you can watch part one and then go straight into part two. Yeah, like if if I was ever going to watch these films in the future, yeah, I would never ever stick on across the universe without the intention of watching beyond within a day or or directly afterwards. Yeah, because like for perfect example, um. Like in the time of recording, I was like, I want to watch some of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. And I was like, I've rec- I'd seen Raiders of the Lost Ark recently enough. I wasn't in the mood for Temple of Doom. I thought, fuck it, I'll just throw on The Last, Last Crusade. Crusade. Go for it. And I can watch The Last Crusade yep. because it is a beginning, middle, and end story with Indiana Jones and his father. And it has a few threads to the first two. It it leads with a few little, like, oh, there might be more coming. Yeah. But you can watch it. I can and it watch The Last Crusade, and it's a. It doesn't matter. It's a you movie. do not have to watch uh, Ark and Temple. No. You can jump in. And it's not like, because I watched Last Crusade, oh, now I have to watch yeah. The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's yeah. not like that. Don't it's the same with, like, if I want to watch The Two Towers, I can watch can The watch Two it. Towers. Yes, there is the bigger Ark. There's and stuff. loads. There's, and, and Two Towers is a great one because you, you get to the end of Two Towers, you'll be like, oh, fuck, I really want to watch the next one. But 
you don't necessarily have to. Yeah. I would argue that in uh, across the Spider-Verse, you like if you- I, I have no want to watch like as much as I want to watch it, I do want to watch it again. I really want to watch it again closer to the next film coming yes. out because it because it's a it's one half of a if, bigger if film. If they are smart and cinema chains who are not great at getting people into the cinema these days, double if feature. they do a double feature or even a triple feature, I'll be fucking there for that. Because <laughs> if I can go from across the Spider Verse straight into yeah. do we know what the third one's going to be called? Beyond the Spider. If I can go from across the Spider Verse directly into Beyond the Spider Verse, what a fucking night that'll be! Yeah, it's going to be good because across the Spider Verse, like. I think my biggest gripe, because again, I love this movie, mm. but my biggest gripe was the pacing in the beginning just felt, it felt really fast and dramatic and exciting. And then when we got back to Miles and his universe, it felt like the movie kind of um, went from a, oh, we're in the motorway and we're yeah. 70 miles an hour to, oh shit, we're down into a 30 mile an hour zone now. Because we had, yeah, because you get Spider-Gwen's, opening and then she eventually goes into the spider society then it goes to miles who is who is at this point cut off from everyone the the rest of it and it does and i really like that bit of the film because it's kind of it really fleshes out his parents and i mean yeah like his parents go from characters that are interesting characters in the first film but they're still the mum and dad figure with no that's kind of it Mm. to Oh, man, I fucking love his mum and dad. Like, I love his mum. I'm like, yeah. I, I do not want anything to happen to Miles because I or his mum because I'm like, I don't want to see his mum cry. I love his mum. <laughs> in the first movie, they are they are great emotional beats to Miles' story. Yeah, but in this one, they are their own characters yeah. that have their own fleshed out Look at like, shit going on. Like, yeah, it's crazy that it's crazy how fleshed out they get in in what twenty minutes of film. Like that scene with. It's the three of them in the the university interview. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, she's reading out how he did an exam. He's like, Spanish, B. And she's like, B, Spanish? <laughs> and, it, and then you just look at the dad. And he's just like, oh, like, you're trying to get yourself killed, boy. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, they all have their little moments, but all yeah. within the one scene. Like, this is what makes a perfect rewatch movies. You can catch these different things where she's screaming about this thing. Miles has been like, oh, well, come on. And then the dad's like, are you trying to get yourself killed? Yeah. And it's just like, like. There's there's so much going on in every scene, but not not in a detrimental way. There's just so much going on in every scene that you can you can watch it again and again and again. And it's so exciting every <sighs> scene. Just like what about whoa? Oh god, fuck that! Yeah. Oh my god! And it's just and it's going like, but that that pacing when we we come back to Miles, it feels like the movie almost restarts in a way. Yeah, we're like we're I on a roller coaster. We're going. Gwen's having a big fight. Spider twenty nine is there. Like, oh, this is exciting. and then it's like the roller coaster. Roller coaster just kind of like stops when you're like in the middle of a loop, and then kind of I can I can get what you mean. Resets back, and you're kind of like, and then it slowly starts to go through. Would you not say coaster. rather than it being caught in a loop, you've gone down the first big roller coaster down, and you're on the second rise? <sighs> It's because it's not a full like oh the roller coasters broke down halfway through. No, it's, that's. But I do get what you mean that you 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 basically have like a little mini film at the beginning. You have yeah, a little mini Spider Gwen centric yeah. film. Not little Gwen's. It's Gwen's little film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it, when I, when I felt like we got back to the Miles stuff, it did feel like a. Whoa, it does feel like a restart. Very jarring. I can get that. And then we have to kind of reset the the parameters again of like where well, here's miles here's where he is here's where his parents are here's who this this villain's going to be let's get a wee bit of the villain Ooh. stuff let's go back to the parent stuff we're doing the parent stuff yeah i know what you mean actually because it's it, it's you're actually yeah it, it's if, yeah it's a spider gwen film at the beginning like a little like same you know like anna the annabelle movie at the beginning of the conjuring mm. you have like a little spider gwen movie 
And then you are right, the film kind of starts again to then retread the ground with Miles. And it needs to do that. It because absolutely he's a year, needs to do it. Because he's a year on, he's feeling a bit lost and dejected because yeah. he's not got his friends. He's doing the whole, like, can I be Spider-Man? Can I be a good student? Can I be a good son? I don't it's, it's know. It's the usual, like, it's the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2 yeah, balance. It's it like, is, I yeah. need to find the balance in life and I'm not doing it. Mary Jane's upset Has that great me. moment with his dad as well when he... One of my, maybe one of my favorite bits in the whole film, actually, if not my favorite moment, when his dad's talking to Spider Man and he doesn't know he's Miles, but he's giving him the like, ah, oh, Spider Man, my son's getting big and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> and Miles is like, doing his like deep voice, I don't know. Man. Well, I think you need to let him spread his wings. You got to give him a bit of space. And it's like, it's just such a nice moment of. Like finally seeing somebody interact with, ah, you know what I mean? Like seeing yeah. somebody interact with Spider-Man, not knowing the Spider-Man, but then having this heart to heart. Ah, I, I love it. It's so good. Um, but it's just- And you get your villain intro there as get well. Get the villain intro, you get Spot, which we'll come to in a second. But yeah, it's I was. it needs to do the family stuff for the later on revelation yeah. of your dad's your canon event and your dad's going to die. And it's, So we need to do all of these things for the latter half of this movie. To and make sense. For the next one, but it's just the way it was structured for me. It's because technically this movie, the movie's two hours and twenty minutes, but it could be two hours. But then you would lose the Gwen stuff, and I don't want to lose the Gwen stuff. Yeah. So for me, it's like again, I'm conflicted. Yeah, I'm, confl- I can get you. I'm conflicted with the beginning, and I'm conflicted with the end. But everything in the middle, I just loved it. <laughs> but I'm just and like- I, I think there's the, the next bit for me is that you are right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that because I think you are right. I think it's more for me. I think it's more of like an up and down roller coaster. You know, you're waiting for the yeah. next peak. Um, but I do get where you're coming from. The problem I have with it, look, looking back now, is, and it's actually less of a problem. I was kind of, when I was in the cinema watching it, I, I actually remember thinking, like, this pacing feels odd. Mm. It feels like we're spending a lot of time. Like, I think at the hour and a half mark, I was like, it feels weird we're just starting to really pick up into the Miles fight in the Spider Society. Like that's that because that, my internal clock. I don't know when that happens exactly, but it felt like the hour twenty, hour and a half mark, and I was like, I, you know, this is a two hour twenty film, so it feels like there's a lot of shit, like like a like a lot of ground to cover yeah. by the end of this movie. And then when it reached the end and it has its its part twos coming, I was kind of like, oh fuck, I can't believe they've done that. I wish I'd known because if I'd known, and knowing like looking back, it makes it makes it not as bad. Weirdly. Audio Boy said when we were talking that the second watch helped him balance out the pace in yeah, his head. Yeah, because yeah, now yeah. He kno- he, he, they knew where it was going, so it was easier for them to wrap their head around it. Yeah. But with that first watch, because I I didn't know it was a... Uh, it's again, because nobody knew it was a two-parter. So you're, you're sitting watching and your brain and you, everything you know about film is telling you, we're at the end of the second act. But my internal clock is telling me that yeah. we're way off. Like we're nowhere near the end of the second. This is weird. What the fuck's the happening? Like, <laughs> it was the scene where, for my head, I was kind of like, "Are we going to get to where we need to be?" And it was when Miles, Miles's parents come up and Gwen's there, mm. and then they leave, and Miles and his mum have that kind of conversation. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah. was kind of like, "That like I'm enjoying this and I'm happy we're doing this, but are we going to get to where we need to get to? Mm. Or is a lot of the stuff that I thought was going to happen going to be in this next?" the next movie like is a lot of the spider society stuff mm. i was like are we is miles gonna meet um your 2099 guy and that's how the movie ends yeah, and we're not yeah. gonna get all of this big exciting like this is the spider society i'm glad we got all that yeah but i was just gonna like what are we gonna achieve here are we going to achieve what i hope we're going to achieve and it does achieve it 
but it's it's just jarring that first time round. I agree, and it again because they didn't make it clear it's a two part. I, I think mean, it's a marketing thing, though. I do think that the reason they've done that is because if they'd put part two up, I would have gone and seen it in the cinema anyway because I'm spider sucker. But I could imagine a lot of people be like, "Oh, okay, well, I'll just wait. I like I'll wait until the second one's out and then I'll watch the first one followed by the second. I think another perfect example of that is the uh, Denis Villeneuve's Dune movies. Yeah, we're yeah, like. Yeah. When it comes to watching Dune, I loved it. You loved it. We loved thought it was a great movie, but it feels like half of a movie. Yeah, yeah. When you get to the end of that and they just wander off into the desert, you're like, oh, it's, that's the end. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. this, I feel like we were just ramping up. But I would see again, though, I would argue that Dune is an easier watch as a solo film. Like, it, don't get me wrong. That's definitely, it's, you are, it's closer to Spider-Verse than it is Lord of the Rings. But I would say it's a step down because you get... It finishes in a satisfying place where you're like, okay, mm. there's more story to tell, but like Paul has finished, he's finished with the Fremen. I just loved it. It's, when it comes to Dune, you've got all these big things that the guy's just called Paul. Paul <laughs> I know. Um, but you know what I mean? Like he finishes with the Fremen and they're yeah. like, look, you're going to be a big thing. That's going to be the next movie. But at least it finishes and you're kind of like, okay, cool. I've, where Spider-Verse finished for me, I was just like, again, nothing's closed off. Like there's no... Like, like, not like there are no threads tied off, and here we go. Big, big, big spoilers now. You got, you got. <laughs> I know, so I know. Gone. We're fucking so deep, but whatever. We're just, so just far gone in case, spoilers. You're gonna be talking about the ending now, which I yes, yeah, we shouldn't even fucking do it. Whatever, cut that out. Um, you got Miles I'm in. His, that in. You got Miles in the in Spider Verse Forty Two. Yeah. You have got. So you've got him with his uncle Aaron, who's not the Prowler anymore. Miles is the Prowler. You've got the spot going to not just actively kill Miles' dad, although that is the canon event, but the spot going to just wipe out Miles' entire fucking home universe, yeah. which is crazy. You have the Spider Society like out for blood for Miles Morales and now Gwen. Gwen, probably. You've got Spider Woman on the fence. Is she gonna be uh is she gonna be a an ally? Is she gonna fight with? Is she gonna have this kind of like internal struggle and then you have spider gwen rounding up the the oh, good spiders you know so what i mean excited. when i saw fucking spider ham and spider, spider, no spider like, penny yes! parker you got uh you know slobby spider-man you got all these spider uh, holby brown peeve oh, uh you got all these like the good spider society get gearing up to go and save miles and fight and it's like None of that's like, again. None of it's resolved. I was like, I it, that, all of that finished, and I was like, okay, are we about to do one of these things? Next film, come back for it. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, what? like not even because it and it's again. I know I've said it. It's half a film, but if they had wrapped up one of them, if they had done the spot, had maybe wiped out the universe, and then they'd fixed it in the second film, or if they'd done the spider society you know what i mean like if we had, had one if they had something with a bit of closure just one bit of closure i would have gone cool that's sick but it's it's everything's left on that split um so yeah i hope i know we've been talking for fucking ages here and i don't know if you're gonna leave it all in or what but God, we have. i hope from what i've been saying here you can appreciate that with all of that kind of griping i've We'll say once again, I fucking love the film, and I'm I. It has made me stoked for Beyond the Spider Verse. I'm be I'm beyond excited for it. Thank fuck, it's only nine months. It's not going to be nine. It's getting pushed back. There's no way. There's what? no way they're releasing that in nine months. I, I I fucking hope they do. 
I am fully expecting. My assumption year, is year they've been making half. both of these back to back. Yeah, but I still don't. <laughs> I think uh, we'd I, be lucky. It has to be. I, I'm hoping so. Because in comparison to another movie that uh, Audio Boy and I went to see recently, I don't know if you saw it, was, was um, Fast 10. <laughs> that ends in a cliffhanger and it's just like, oh, it, the team might be dead and Dom and his kid are about to get destroyed yeah. by a thing and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, we've had this cliffhanger. I would like to see part two yeah. so we can yeah, finish yeah. the story. When is it coming out? 2025. Oh I'm just like, what the- I won't yeah. remember anything when that comes out. It's and am I fuck sitting through that movie again? Because part <laughs> 10 might be the worst one I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, talking about Spider-Verse again as well. And, and yeah, I'm hoping it soon. I don't think it will be, but I'm hoping they get it out as quick as possible. But talking about Spider-Verse and reference back to what I said at the beginning here, the amount of shit, and this is, I would love to sit in and speak to the writers and the uh, production team and, and everyone to find out how much they actively did plan. Because... In Into the Spider-Verse, the first one, the, the 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 kind of more obvious ones is that when you first see the spider, it glitches, showing mm. that it's not from Miles' universe. Yeah. And I remember thinking that during the film, like, oh, cool, that's not from his universe. But I never questioned where it had come from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never questioned why it wasn't from his universe, because the film then very quickly is like, things from not his universe glitch. And you it kind of sweeps past it. So that's a big story point here. It's fucking great. Following that thread, and I fucking love this, and this is the one I'm like, was this intentional or not? When uh, Peter Parker in Into the Spider-Verse first bumps into Miles, hmm. both of their spider senses go off. And Peter Parker's Spider-Man in the original, the original Spider, the OG blonde Chris Pine Spider-Man, yeah. has blue and red Spider-Man's colors. Yep. Like the color of his costume. Like the color of his costume. And then it cuts to Miles, who's standing there with his spider sense going off, but his is green and purple. And knowing what we now know, that he was intended to become the Prowler, his spider sense was the Prowler's colors. I'm like, that's so good. (laughs) That's that's such a fucking cool detail. Because it's... It's so subtle in terms of it's just two colors, and then the colors because he's becoming Spider Man now just shift and they yeah. line up with the blue and red. It's it's a great scene, even if you even in Into the Spider Verse, it's a great scene because yes. Miles is like different colored. He turns to Spider Man colors because they they tune in, and you're like, oh cool, he's now syncing Spi- up to Spider Man, like Spider-Man he's becoming Spider Man. Yeah. Nice. Knowing what we know now, that scene is fucking awesome. It's a whole new. They've added a whole new layer on to their previous film. Yeah, um, but there's just so much, and I'm like, how much of this was all planned? And then obviously the biggest one that plays a, a large factor in is this movie, the bagel, is the bagel, which also has a weird connection to uh, everything. Everywhere, all once where bagels are. But <laughs> yeah, when Miles and. Um, Jake Johnson Spider-Man or Spider what are they calling him? Slacky Spider-Man? Spider Slacker, I think. Spider Slacker. Go for Spider Slacker. When those two are running away with um the computer that they need. The doodad. Uh, There's uh, always a doodad or a gidget or a like a yeah. <laughs> and then he turns around and just happens to throw a bagel and he just hits a guy. And when Random you're watching guy. the movie, you never think about it. It's again. a gag. It's funny the, gag. The word bagel comes up like a comic book. It's and funny. Do- door slams open. Guy gets hit by bagel. Ah, bagel. Mo- the movie moves on, and you move with it because you're interested to see where the movie's going to go. Because it's a random Alchemax th- employee, exactly, who means nothing. Who hit by a bagel? Turns out that that fucked up his life, <laughs> and he then becomes the spot, yeah. which is this massive. At first, uh, a guy who can create some portals, 
but then he evolves into a multi-dimensional monster that can destroy any dimension yeah. that he wishes. He's a he's a he's a mold, but yeah, a multiverse hopping maniac. Um, and there's a lot of really cool stuff with that as well. So if you have you have you seen it once, twice, once. So I've 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 only seen it once as well. I, I like I said, I'm deep into the the Easter egg hole. Yeah. Uh, when the spot is telling him about the spider that gets sucked out of uh, the other universe, sitting at the table is Miles with the prowler haircut. With the prowler haircut, yeah. just about to get bitten by the spider. The other thing I really liked, and this is another one of these, it's, you know, the kind of villains, the a bad. What, what do they say? Uh, your villain is a bad, uh, untrustworthy narrator. He's telling Miles, he's like, "You ruined my life. I had it all. I was." awesome and i was sexy and i was good looking and, blah, 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 blah. and then you see in his lab um his id so in all the stories he's like clean cut he's kind of like an iron man look he's got these glasses he looks all he's like cool cool looking guy yeah. in that lab id he's got greasy long hair it's oh, like yeah. a blink and you'll miss it like thing but he's like this guy didn't have it all together. He's he was clearly a, fucked from... He's just a slob. He's just a slob. He's just some weird scientist. There's so much. Jason Schwartzman's character as well is fucking... Great, great, great casting. casting. I mean, you can say that across... The voice yeah, acting yeah. again. Like, everyone... Like, um, Oscar Isaac. Oh, he's just so... Menacing. Imposing and so menacing. menacing. Like, I love uh, when you see Spider-Man 2099. He's just so big yeah. and... Bulky. In, in comparison to every other Spider-Man, yeah. like he, he, he's, he's got so this imposing. crazy physique. And Oscar Isaac's voice just feels imposing. Even if you're not looking at him, you just feel how like he will just tower over you. And it's the same with, like, obviously the original cast we've already loved, but just the new people they bring in. And I think my absolute standout favourite that I didn't, I didn't know about this character and I've never seen any of the comic books of this character and didn't even really know it existed was the the Spider-Man in Mumbai Hatton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking incredible. P- Pravita Pravati, right? Yes. Like uh so yeah, Karen Karen Sony is the the voice actor and he just delivering his usual kind of like exuberantly happy yes friendly like voice acting but yeah like what a fucking cool- i love like i loved mumbai hatton i loved the look of that place i yeah. loved the set piece that happened there with the building it brings in diane clue as well the way those four characters all bounce off of each other and also then watching how they definitely use their powers like yeah. with the the indian spider-man he's he's got this little device thing that he uses like to yo-yo kind of thing to, like, yeah to like yeah. propel his webs and stuff and his hair is magnificent <laughs> and it's just like how just in the chai tea latte bit like yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. overdo it it's like but it's a good gag it's like chai tea is just it already means tea like something tea, like, tea like i love those little things like yeah i think for me it was it was whole week where i was spider punk's introduction i was yeah and then like just but it's great you're right like it's crazy that these characters get not minimal but they get they don't get a lot of screen time really but they make such an impact such an impact like it, they're, they're so important to the story and they just feel so important because i really want to see that character come back in the next one because i'm yeah. like i love that character so much and it's the same with daniel kalua's spider punk i'm just like he's obviously coming back with the kind of the way they set things up yeah of course and i just i love when they go to the future and he's just there in the background and he's just and him and miles morales are just not getting on and he's just like because obviously he has a thing with Gwen. Yeah. So Miles Morales is just like, why are you always like this? Like, do you think you're cool? Yeah. And they're just like, and he's, he's like, like grabbing bits of machinery and he's like hiding it. And yeah. you're like, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? And then he's like, you know what? I fucking quit. And he throws his thing down. 
and then he comes back. I didn't pick up on this, but the bits of machinery he was stealing was to make his own little like device um, to get back dimensional food. device thing. Yeah. Ah, so well thought out. Yeah, because just the fact it shows you that because it could have just been like. They could have easily, easily hand waved like oh Spider Spider Punk had a he had a device in his own universe. He had his own guy in a chair. Don't worry about it. But they show you him stealing bits of Spider Society to make ah Uh, yeah. And also his his introduction (laughs) is just beautiful. Where it's just like oh we need to get past this barrier. And they're all doing this thing, and he just comes wow like firing in punk music, guitar, like everything just exploding on the screen. And it's just like we just had this Indian Spider Man that just created this such new colorful yeah, exciting yeah. world and then within the same universe we're like boom, boom here's someone else it's just like oh i just like i loved that whole section and then i loved when we went to the next section and even though the next section is exposition heavy yeah it's like really it's interesting, done very well really really done well really interesting exposition the way it's fed to you it's like oh give me more i just want to it, they, they've created a really interesting narrative and a really interesting story. Um, and that brings me to my, and this is like genuinely my final like issue. So I, I have very few, my, you know, issue one that it's a, it's part, part one of a two parter. It's not, and it's not a, it's not a self-contained film. That's my probably biggest issue. Uh, issue two. Is this issue? Do I have two issues? I think I might have two issues. I maybe said something else, but I've got like two or three issues. My, my other biggest issue. And I think this is going to get, action in part two so i'm not like i'm not hang up on it i'm not mm-hmm. like but but one of the big things that's annoyed me is that spider-man who i fucking love has always been you know with great power comes great responsibility he always wants to do right he always wants to make sure that like he wants and, and, and a big part of spider-man's mentality is he wants to save everyone and that's often like a, a foil for him that yeah. he can't save everyone but he wants to save everyone like, think of how many spider-man movies where he's been given the choose this one yeah. or this one type of thing that's i mean that's like a spider-man classic you yeah. know what i mean like you can have mary jane or the school bus of kids and you have to pick one and he goes for both you know what i mean like but in the end it comes back to bite him in the ass yeah you know what i mean so it always happens it's, it's big spider-man kind of like character so my one other gripe um and I think the reason they didn't go too deep into it, I'll come to, but my only gripe is that Miles Morales, up until the end of the film, is the only Spider-Man that is like, no, this this seems shitty. Like, why are we not just doing our best to work on the 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 the, 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 the actual disease rather than the symptoms? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why and act and, and on top of that, why are we for, like letting people die when we could be say? My me, one gripe, and that's a character thing. And like I said, I think it's going to come into the second film. I do think they're yeah. going to deal with this. And obviously, Gwen and Spider Slacker and Noir and Ham and Penny Pie and all of them have come around to it. But all through that first film, they all of them are like, look, Miles, it's just the way it is. And I, I was like... For me, though, really? I, I was okay and on board with that because the way everyone talks about um, Spider 2029 is just like... He is, oh, he's amazing. Like, when you meet him, like, he's so... And I feel like he's just able to do that charismatic, like, here's the issue. And he's able to win the people over. And it took Miles, who, as a character, shouldn't exist because Mm -hmm. he is not supposed to be Spider-Man because the spider is not from his universe. So it took someone outside of the loop of these Spider-Men to be like, are you crazy? (laughs) No. And then for other people to be like, oh, yeah, well... 
He's right, like he's right. Yeah. Why are we less? Hey, like I get it in the context of the movie, one hundred percent. This is why I say it's, it's a vo- it's a like a little thing I niggle I have, but it's a really minor one, and I've not let it detract from the film. But it is just like a as a huge Spider Man fan, that was the one thing I kind of got to the end, and I was like, other Spider Man would have. But the, and this is kind of to to counter my own gripe. The reason I think they've not explained it massively mm. is because Rick and Morty have just gone through their last season, season six, season. four. Five, sorry, I think this was the end of season five. Anyway, Rick and Morty have basically just done that exact thing. So in Rick and Morty, Rick or Morty finds out that Rick has created a like infinite curved loop universe mm-hmm. where the only Rick and Mortys that are allowed in this cycle are the ones that are like willing to uh, use Mortys as a like a foil or a, a like, but just use them as like cannon fodder basically. Mm. And that's so fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like, and like, all and anyone, and if there's any universes where there's something smarter than Rick, it's been like blocked out of this loop. So I think the reason they've not explained it massively is because it's like, if they go down the route of like, oh, so 2099 Spider Man's actually cherry picked the Spider Man that he knew he could, yeah, like, yeah, because he does do that whole thing of just like it's a very exclusive club yeah and Miles shows off like this is an exclusive club like there's so many people here yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. these are the ones who will fall in line so I think I think if they'd gone down the, too close to the route of like Spider-29 has been cherry picking the ones that he knew he could you know convince it would have had too close to a parallel to Rick and Morty do you know what I mean which it was yeah. only a couple years ago so it would have felt too close so I think I think that's why or it's but, or it's just going to be one of these like look to tell an interesting fun yeah. engaging story you just have to accept that the Spider-Men. Because there is a lot of them. There's fucking like, loads of them. Holy fuck. Like, that, that's some of the other things not even talked about. Is There's like, too many things to talk there's about. There's so Gav. many things. Like, but you get the Donald Glover as the Prowler cameo. Fucking great cameo. Like, that's from the MCU. And, and I, MCU yeah, and Sony I, officially, they're in bed together now. There's the Venom thing with the lady from... Venomverse. The, you've got Raimiverse. You've got Garfield's one pops up. And then there's... Even the original animated series, you've got uh, the comic books, you've got the video games, Chibi, you've got the fucking video like, games. You've got his, his, his not guy in the chair is literally sitting there playing the Spider Man yeah, video yeah, game, yeah. which is just like just a mind melting idea. Just, and then you've got like a Spider T Rex, and it's like it became Peter, his canon Peter, event was the meteor uh, killing his parent or something. And what I was is it like, Peter Parkosaurus, I think. I need the car as well. Peter Parked car. Peter Parked car. It's just like... See, and it, what I love, what I fucking love about this, and don't get me wrong, I know it's because it's like, oh, the comics have already done it, so you obviously the characters is... All of those characters are comic legit. They they exist in the Spider-Verse. Like, yeah, they, they haven't just made up these, like... What would be funny? T-Rex. Bang that. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, wait, girl, what can we put in here? This exists, and it's mental. Put it in. Fuck yeah. And there's even, like... Because I'm not that well-versed in comics and stuff and you're the spider-man guy but there's the the spider-man that um this was apparently a, a style of the time both uh the way they drew and the way they wrote was just like how many gets to the i'm in the other way oh the scarlet spider ben riley yeah, yeah, yeah. And that andy samberg that type oh it's andy samberg i don't know yeah. that yeah but like that type of stuff for like oh we're gonna specifically he's edgy but he's kind of stupid and he's and it's the bit where I'm he's like alleyway. i'm in the alleyway i look left i look right it all looks okay. Something suspicious out there. <laughs> so good. And, and then the way he's drawn as well and everything. Yeah. I'm just like, it's all these things. And, but it is weird though, when you see Donald Glover in the universe, you're just like, oh, my eyes are like, what? Yeah, like li- the live action mixed with the, 
does, with that specific style of animations kind of so i'm glad they only did that one and then the rest were just like and then they did the venom verse but the rest of it all oh yeah the venom verse yeah <laughs> shockingly i keep forgetting about the venom verse um, um yeah and like melina's doc octopus has his little one-line cameo there's just so much if you're a spider-man fan if you've enjoyed any of the movies if you are a Spider-Man fan, it's, it's a smorgasbord for you. You're going to go and you're going to cream your pants. Yeah, you even see the canon events from Raimi Spider-Man mm-hmm. and then Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. I love that we say Raimi Spider-Man, but then not the director of the... Cause, but then it was Mark Webb, which is like perfect. Um, is it Mark Webb? Yeah, Mark Webb did the Amazing Spider-Man movies. So, finishing up our chat here, what do you think? What's your expectations for Beyond the Spider-Verse? What do you think are going to be the story beats? How do you think, how do you think they're going to wrap... Like, I don't want you... Let's not go crazy deep into this, but what do you think they're going to do? Do you want me to go first? I don't even know if I've begun to think about it because I've been thinking about this movie. I haven't even begun to think about... So, like, so my 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 thoughts on the on the next film is going to be... Um, Prowler Miles is going to... So they're going to just be at ends. They're going to be at odds. They're not going to agree. And then Prowler Miles will come in... What was that happening outside? It's my car being towed. <laughs> um, I think Prowler Miles is actually going to come in, and I'm not sure. I can't tell if he, he's going to die, and that's going to become our Miles' canon event. Hmm. Like, he's going to lose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if Prowler Miles is going to come around, and he's, he's going to save the day and end up as his universe's Spider-Man. I do see um, Prowler Miles and Spider-Miles... Like they will end up working together. Yeah, but I think one so. of them, I mean, he's already lost his dad, and he's lost his uncle. Yeah. So th- I think there's going to be some sort of blending there to be like. There's going to be something, right? It's going to be a... where they both maybe get the uncle and the dad type thing, mm. because I think you have to have this character come out of this. I think Spot's going to be. Sorry, you finish what you said. I was going to. I think you have to have Miles. With what they're saying, I feel Miles has to come out the other side of this, being able to overcome these losses so that he doesn't have to become someone who is motivated by loss, but instead mm. motivated by something positive and better. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. so much of Spider-Man is like, I lost my uncle lost my and now I want one. to... And, Mar- and Miles has lost his uncle. That's the thing. Like He lost his True, uncle yeah. and like, so and, and I think that's the other part of it is because like, I don't think... I, uh, it's a tricky one. I don't know if they're going to do Miles needs to lose his dad. Miles has to do it. Like, it's a canon event. You can't fuck with canon events. Like, I don't know if they're going to follow that thread or if, if Miles will change it. Mm. But then I don't know what his story arc would be. If You know what I mean? Like, it's a... Which, which, I think which his, I'm excited for because it's like, I don't know how they're going to deal with it. I any think of this his stuff, arc like. will be antithetical to the other Spider Man's arcs because their arcs have always been I've lost my uncle, that's what motivates me to be Spider Man. Yeah. And I, I lose people, but I save people. Yeah. Whereas I think his will be I don't want to lose someone, but I want to save people. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to lose someone to want to save people. And yeah, I think yeah. that will be his like. Plus, he's he's seen it now, he knows. He's like. I don't need this to be my because I'm yeah. already Spider Man and I want to be Spider Man. Like yeah. it's like I'm a mistake, but I'm not going to let that. Maybe it is me. that he doesn't get to be with Gwen. That's what he loses out on. He loses loses out on a relationship, but gets to he keep has his to family. make that choice. He yeah. has to be like you have to give it. Like he has to give up something. Because this, this movie goes hard on like I like Gwen. I want to be with yeah, Gwen. Yeah, yeah. And it, but now the movie's like, but you could lose your dad, and he's like. Well, if I've got to choose, it's like Gwen. Can if he has to choose, he's going to take both options though, because he's Spider Man. Yeah, that's the rules. I don't know. I think I don't the know. spot. I think the spot stuff is going to be 
dealt with by the half of the movie. I think the next film is going to be Spot for the first half, Spider Society second half. Because like because where they've mm. left it is Spot is already full power. Yeah. About to rip apart a, a universe. So there's the no s- there's no way they can be like and now half a movie dedicated to Miles fighting the Spider-Verse. Cuz the whole time we'll be sitting there like yeah, there's so much for them to tackle in this next movie. It's crazy. Like, so I I think I think next film is going to be He's going to escape from the Prowlerverse, maybe first... It can't be first act, because the spot's doing it. Like, Also, you need that time with Prowler Miles yeah. to like, have them have their... their so it's, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the good... This, maybe it's Spider-Gwen's group's going to go and save his dad. But then it feels weird that their main character's just out of that fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, the spot can't not fight Miles... But then I, I, it's just crazy. I don't know what they're going to do. You want Miles up against Spot. You want Miles to save his dad. And you want Miles to deal with... Spider Society. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't have Miles do all of that. But if you've got two Miles... Exactly. Then you could have... Because I think the greatest thing would be for Spider... For Prowler Miles to get to save his dad like he didn't before. You might be right. So he goes to do that. Prowler Miles goes and fights the Spot. Simultaneously, our Miles goes and... Fights the Spider Society. Ooh, that could be it. And then twenty ninety nine is going to be like, no, you're breaking the canon. And Miles will be like, no, we're just making new canon. Yeah, pow. Does an electric punch thing like in the video games? Yo, man, use your whole palms, not your fingertips. (laughs) It's just yeah, that's what I'm seeing. But it's like I think. Two and a half, three hours this next week. Oh, yeah. Because there's so... Because then you also need to then, like... Buzz in. Don't do that. Because then you also need the time at the end to, like, have your wrap-up. Yeah, yeah. And also, I learned that the amount of money this movie made in 12 days is more than the first one made in its entire box office run. No way. So... Holy shit. This third one's going to make fucking... Bang. It could, it could reach the billion mark. And I've, and it, That'd be sick. And Sony's not going to be like, well, we've done our trilogy. There we go. We'll move on. Like, there's going to be more. I, if we get a solid, if, and I think we're going to, because they, they're not going to change the team from this to the next film. Mm. If we get a good, if that's it, the trilogy can stand alone, I will be happy. Yeah. I will not need any more Spider-Man. I'll always take more Spider-Man. And they'll do will, it. And I will do it, but I will be happy for them to be like, one, two, three, there's your, there's your, 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 your star, your dinner, your dessert. Yeah. And now we're going to do four, five, six. And I'll be like, cool, ha- give me it. Because you've done this is perfect. Anything else is now icing on the cake. And if it ends up being a bit shit because you over egg it and you you stretch it too far, it's cool. I have my I have my meal. Yeah. You've done your Miles Spider Verse. You yeah. can and you can now do a T Rex movie, or you can do <laughs> another Miles Morales movie, or you can do um, Spider. What we call them? Spider um, Sloppy. Spider Spider Slacker. But Spider Slacker. You can do something with that. Yeah. Like, well, I, I know his he he's done his stories arcs finished right but you can do a prequel like let's see him when he's just spider-man losing or we can do a chris pine one like they can do anything yeah and they can be like it doesn't even have to be this this team that's dealing with these spider-man films i would be more than happy if they were just like cool we're doing the next spider-man film no miles no multiverse it's a self-contained spider-man fighting the sinister six but we're doing it i'll be like fuck yeah that's the most annoying thing give me that and this will tie into me shitting on Spider-Man No Way Home because I've been wanting to do that for a bit now <laughs> is we have been promised our Sinister Six movie oh, for yeah. so long and Forever. so many different iterations yep. where it was the Raimi one where number four Raimi was, didn't get to the Sinister Six did it four was gonna like get there though 
four was going to start that path. Right, okay. And we already had so many villains that we could do that. And then obviously Amazing Spider-Man 2 did Spider-Man the whole, 2 set it up. We're like, hey, this. we've got all these sinister guys. In a, wa- and he was walking through the, in a basement. the hallway and he had the wings and the Doc Ock arms and the yeah. whatever else. And yeah. then No Way Home kind of did. No Way uh, Home started it with Scorpion and Vulture. But then never followed it up. Never followed it up. And then it instead just did a, here's... But it has also introduced Mysterio... Who I don't think is dead. So like, but like, who's an extra one? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cool. They're kind of, and uh, no, Rhino is in in Garfield. Rhino was in Garfield. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like the animated cat movie Garfield. I no. Was like, Wait, <laughs> Why is Rhino in Garfield? No, 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 no. Yeah. So right, like Rhino is. So yeah. So we've got. Yeah, we've only got a couple in the. And then obviously the last Spider Man. Yeah, No Way Home did like a weird multiverse. Sinister Five. Sinister Five. But it was. Why didn't they just go the full hog and do one more villain? And then, and then, at any point, they could have had somebody say like, they J- created a team like some kind of sinister. J. Jonah Jameson could have either just gone. It's like a sinister six out there. Yeah, one Done. little, one little Easy. cutaway gag. Done. Total fan service. But they just had five. And not even the great five. Like Who is Sandman, it? Lizard, Lizard, Sandman, Electro. Goblin and Goblin Doc, Doc Ock. Ock. I mean, that's a pretty. That's like a pretty. I just mean in terms of like the character, you, you know? Because I mean, like um, Electro, for example, from Amazing Spider-Man Two. No, <laughs> <laughs> just, just no. Sandman, with his arc in Spider-Man Three, it doesn't make sense to have Sandman. Yeah, but you can just do it because it's visually we can do the sand. And it's because shit. he came out just before he. I know that, but I just mean in terms of like the what time was funnier. Right? What they did with that character in those movies, it just didn't. I didn't want him there. <laughs> and then um, Lizard, you're like, okay, yeah, Lizard it, was a weird one. It was like Dog Ock and Green Goblin were like, here's cool. your selling points, and then we just got some other guys. <laughs> and that's and the 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 big comparison I have to make is when we saw No Way Home, we both liked it. I still think it's a decent movie. It holds together. It holds together, it's fun, but the way that handles multiverse and cameos and Easter eggs and the larger story, looking at Spider, uh, I've forgotten the name of the movie all of a sudden. Um, across the Spider? Across, looking at Across the Spider-Verse and also Into the Spider-Verse, it's like, holy fuck, this is how you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this looks like chump change. Yeah, it looks like fucking dog like shit next to the, me. <laughs> like it's... Again, what came out first? Into the Spider-Verse, right? Into the Spider-Verse was the first Spider-Verse thing. Not Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse was the first multiverse thing. Yeah. And then... Um, and everything else has kind of just been trying to emulate it to and, some degree. Because with No Way Home's approach to it, it felt like we have a kind of a script. Mm. Let's just punt in Tobey Maguire, pause so the audience can cheer and record their video. Okay, Tobey Maguire's here now. And it's like, here's Andrew Garfield. The only person that felt like we had an idea for them was Green Goblin. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah. he does something and it feels like that character's there. Everyone else just kind of feels like we're just doing this for the trailer or, hey, let's wait for the audience to applaud and we do the behind the scenes of yeah, the three yeah. Spider-Men. Like, like, all these villains from other universes are coming in. But it just felt all very, what like... A, uh, not, let's not get into this it, before I start shitting all over it, but what... I... Uh, <laughs> 
It all just felt very kind of like slapped together. All those people that were like, I don't think Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire are going to turn up in the film. You don't? You don't think they've got the villains from those universes without bringing those Spider-Men back? Are you you honestly don't think they're going to bring... Well, the trailers, they're not in the trailer. Who are you kidding, Marvel? Who do you think? Who do you honestly think doesn't believe that you haven't managed to tie... And you had Garfield on the press where he was like, I've not had a phone call for... Fuck off, Andrew Garfield. That poor guy, though. Poor Garfield, where he, like, he was promoting two other movies, and all people asked him was, are you in Spider-Man? Are you in Spider-Man, by the way? He's like, okay, but I'm doing this movie over here. Can we talk about that? <laughs> the, the, good, the best cameo in that movie is um, Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Because that's one you're like, okay, cool, and we're going to do something with it. Yeah. The other ones just feel like, hey, look, it's that guy you remember. Look, he's, he said the thing. It's all we're. I mean, we're we're delving into MCU shitting on territory here, Gav. I know. So we got to come out of it okay. very quickly. Give me more Spider Verses. Give me less everything else. I'm so yeah. sick of it all. When it comes to comic book movies, all I care about now is Spider Verse and oh, fuck it. I kind of want to watch Morbius too. <laughs> no, you don't. Don't say that. Don't wish that into existence. Give me Morbius too. What you put out there will come into existence. I want Morbius too. I'm saying it. I'm declaring it. I want Morbius. Anyway, I think we've probably tapped this well for now. Here's the thing: um, we've tapped the well, but the well's still so full of oh, more things so we cool. could talk about. I could genuinely, I could continue to talk. Because here's what's going to happen: we're going to see the we're movie gonna, a second time, probably. Here's what's going to happen: we're going to turn off the mics and wrap up this episode, and we're going to talk for another fifty fucking minutes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And as always, that was a very deep dive into one of the best and most promising movie series that is uh, currently uh, able to get on um, and watch. If you are listening to this, I'm going to single one person out here. Okay. Mum, when you listen to this episode in <laughs> six months to eight months, mum the other day was like, oh, I've been listening to your episode. It's something about like, um, like you guys are living together with like a villain. And I was like, mum, that was three years ago. That was 2019 <laughs> we recorded that. And she's like, well, you're so good. And I'm like, anyway, mum, when you listen to this episode in eight months. I love months, how you're like, mum, you listen to this in eight months. When you listen to this in four years. <laughs> <laughs> when you eventually get around to this mum please watch Spider-Verse with me for context Jenny you're about to go to Greece for two weeks That's, <laughs> that helps timestamp it for you you're going to Greece ah. with Gary and Hannah and the rest uh. of the family yeah, yeah thank you all for listening that was a long episode but hopefully you've enjoyed our kind of ramblings and chats if you've got any we uh, can we put those little question boxes on Spotify now yeah we're going to put something on Spotify. So if you listen on Spotify, please send us some you thoughts. Scroll down. Scroll down. There'll be a little be question there. box. We'll have put a question in there for you to answer. Question to be determined. We'll figure something out. But, but in the meantime... If you're on Spotify, scroll down. For everybody else, please get in touch with us on our socials. We are on Twitter, at MeanderingPod. Yeah, in the description for everything is there. I didn't know why I said that. Into the description of the Spider-Verse there is everything that you may need. There is Twitter, there is Facebook, there is Instagram, there is an email as well. You can contact us on all of those things. You should contact us about Spider-Verse, things we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about, if you want us to talk about it more, if you want another episode of your favourite things, your least favourite things, and also, where are you going on holiday this summer? Have we had any emails? Well, we're big in Norway. Is that... Uh, facts are we still- I didn't look into it but apparently we're big in Norway uh, if you're out there in Norway thank you so much for listening this one's for you tak skal du ha tak skal du ha hello hello <laughs> <laughs> music is life oh. <laughs> it's me Adrian movies it's me Adrian movies it's me Adrian movies 
So won't you lend an ear?